This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Yeah, good morning. So we are doing the Bhagavad Gita, and this is chapter five. This is a chapter of uh, both knowledge and action, both combined together. So uh, Arjuna has asked some questions: which is better, the action-oriented or the knowledge-based yoga is better? So Krishna is answering him these questions, and while we were doing that, we had done certain uh, objects like you know how does this Satchidananda come about through what is called as the Sankhya Yoga, that is the path of the knowledge. We had done this last time. So today we are going to continue from verse fourteen onwards. We are doing chapter five Bhagavad Gita. Verse fourteen. God determines neither the doership nor the doings of men, nor even their contact with the fruit of action. But it is nature alone that does all this. This is a very important statement. Now everybody has this understanding that God does everything. The reason why we have this understanding is we have been always told in our past when we were kids. that even if a leaf has to move even if the leaf has to move it can happen only with the will of god that is what we have been told so what we do is we attribute everything in this world that god is the doer that god does these things actually this is the line which tells you that god is not the doer we have to attribute it to him these words are different attribution is different than doership let us say you are working for an organization let us say you are working for the indian railways or some bank now you are maybe a person a station master or a guard or maybe you are working in the accounts department now you may be doing quite a lot of things you know writing the books and so on and so forth or if there is an accident in your railway station because of oversight under the station master the linesman forgot to switch the tracks and there is a very big accident so the where does the buck stop the buck stops with that particular linesman and then it stops with the station master finally the general manager finally the railway minister all these people are responsible but attribution if there is a major tragedy more than 5 600 people die then who takes the brunt of it all the brunt of it all goes to the government isn't it whoever is running may be the prime minister may be the railway minister i still remember a past case where jagjivan ram was the minister and there was a major major accident at that point in time and the whole world was clamoring for his resignation it was the same case with various other ministers as well if there is a accident in civil aviation maybe a aircraft you know falls down something happens to it the civil aviation minister is held responsible now think about it was the civil aviation minister actually the pilot of that plane no was the railway minister in responsible for changing the tracks no but yet the responsibility goes to him we attribute it to him Now these were bad incidents. Let us take the good incidents. Now the good incidents are like this: you are working in a bank, or you are working in a big corporate office, and you may be just a small fry in that office. Now you have done something really spectacular. Now who takes the credit? Your manager takes the credit. His manager's manager, the senior manager, and so on and so forth, and then. 
the person who is responsible for that entire office will say, it is under me this happened. Actually, he has not even lifted his finger. So, did you get this? The answer is, in this entire universe, things happen. Many things happen, but the doership cannot be directly pointed towards God. No. We can attribute it saying that under his reign, under his universe, this happened. Alright? Now, let us move further. What does he say? God determines neither the doership nor the doings of men. The doership I just explained to you that he is responsible. Now, what is this doings of men? Let us say somebody, one person goes and kills another person. Now you may say that okay, God wanted him to die. God wanted this person to go and kill that person. That is why it happened. Well, no, not at all. All this is governed by the law of karma. The law of karma states all actions have to be repaid back. Isn't it? So this is nothing but a repayment. Or maybe it's a new action. It can be anything. So it's a karma. It's a happening which is programmed by the destiny of that person. Whoever that individual is, is responsible for that action. So the person who kills and the one who is killed, okay, both are responsible parties. Why? Because the one who killed, okay, and the one who got killed, the one who kills and the one who got killed, are doing exactly the reverse of what they might have done in the previous lifetime. Got it? So it is just a repayment back in the same coin. So did you get this? So here even that action cannot be attributed to God. We cannot do that. Some people will misbehave. Some people will do lot of wrong in this world. Some people have this habit of going about robbing people. Some people have, you know, they are terrorists. There are so many things happening in this world. Now all this cannot be attribute. Can We cannot say that God is responsible for this again. Why would God be interested? Remember one thing. When we were doing the chapter on Brahma in other forums, it was mentioned that he is non-reactive. We cannot put any attributes to God. If I cannot put any attributes to God, then why do you think that he is doing it? He is attributeless. He doesn't have a body. You got it? Since he doesn't have a body, he doesn't have limbs, he doesn't have any way of putting forth for this action. So he is actually not doing it. Whoever is the doer is responsible for that action. So the responsibility lies with the person who is doing it. Got it? And he has to repay for that in a consequent. That means consequently in the future lifetimes he has to repay it. And this is an ongoing process. This doesn't end by the way. This Bahikhata, the accounts book is a continuous accounts book. It never stops. Never ever stops. Unless and until you do what is called as Nishkam Karma. Then you stop the actions. Or one of them gets realized. Then there is no way in which repayment can be done. Because a realized soul is liberated. So where are you going to repay that thing? Whatever is you. Got it? So this is one thing which we need to understand. God determines neither the doership nor the doings of men. Nor even their contact with the fruit of action. There is a fruit of action. What is the fruit of action? Suppose somebody gets millions of dollars. Somebody gets billions. Somebody gets a very beautiful you know, spouse. Somebody is put in jail. Somebody is dead. 
somebody gets raped somebody gets killed somebody gets you know commit suicide these are called the fruits of action something has transpired and that is what they are getting now please remember these words krishna says over here nor even their contact with the fruit of action so even god is not responsible for giving them what they want because normally people think you know this is god given huh if you get a child a childless couple goes to the temple and prays to god and says oh god has given this to me no there is a problem there you got to understand now where does this thing come from that is the thing that we are going to divulge right now and see the answer see the answer is very very peculiar but it is nature alone that does it all it is not god who does it it is the nature the prakriti the mother nature the nature of that person the nature of that animal bird tree or whatever it is that is responsible for the action so if a person has a particular nature a person has an insulting nature person is so used to insulting everybody at every given juncture he just keeps on talking nonsense to every person or if you find an irritating person this person irritates everybody in life there is a person who just has no way of talking uncouth to the core now you may say hasn't the parents taught them anything well the answer is the nature of that person if the nature of the person of that individual is like a dog then what happens then this person will behave exactly like a dog now do you understand where the nature comes from the nature is directly responsible for all the actions that occur the way in which a person reacts to anything think about it any person who reacts to something is exactly due to his nature when i was touring a particular place this driver said you know what my wife is very highly educated okay now this is free india how many years have happened since independence day and women's liberation and equality for men and women is always there i'm sure you know this but this person said that the moment this girl got married i was not educated i took a degree from you know outside degree from somewhere and whatever the education of the woman might be even my daughter even if she gets highly educated this is what he said she will have to one day get married and go in a ghungat i was appalled at what he said a person has to go in a ghungat even after getting so much of a qualification she is more qualified than that man and no she is not only supposed to be in the ghungat she is supposed to touch feet of every person and she is supposed to make food when i come she should be ready and it was such a horror listening to this story in today's day and age where the woman is responsible for going to moon and so many other things now tell me what is it that made this man say these words and what is it that made the woman do those things think this is the answer over here the answer is it is the nature see it is nature alone that does it all it is the nature of that man to be a bulldozer he literally bulldozes his wife this is his nature he has been taught that this is what you are supposed to do with your wife 
you see if i talk about this many of you will say my blood boils this is not the way how it is to be done because if you are going to treat the woman like a cattle okay she is there only to put a gungat and do serve everybody around yeah his mother is only going to sit over there his father is only going to sit over there his children are going to do what they please and this woman even after being such a highly educated person is supposed to be in the kitchen doing all the work so this is the thing so now i said the man has done this krishna says in this particular verse this is chapter 5 verse 14 he says i am not responsible i have never told this kind of a things to be done god determines neither the doership nor the doings i do not indulge in any action like this if somebody says that god has said krishna has never said the supreme divine consciousness has never said these words or never asked people to do this kind of a things so where there are some people who say that these are the things which god has said that you are supposed to eat these are the things not to be eaten this is the way in dressing up this is the way in doing things krishna is very clearly telling you i am not responsible for any of these things because as the supreme divine consciousness i am not dictating any doership nor any actions you can attribute it to me you can say under the guidance of my supreme lord i am doing all these kind of things but frankly i am not doing a damn thing so the fruits of action even what comes out of it whatever action that you do and whatever the fruit that come out of it is also not determined by krishna he says everything is done by that nature of that person or the universal nature of mind which is called maya she gets the things done so if you have a person in your life who is the most irritating person somebody who is used to nitpicking somebody who is used to doing all kinds of stuff or somebody who is just like a mouse that is the nature of that person it is the nature which determines these actions and nothing else so if i say tomorrow that you know god made him do that it is wrong god has never told this man to be such a dictator where a woman is concerned and on the other hand god has never told this woman to take it lying down it is her nature she has been drilled into this kind of a thinking that great people are always like this means my husband is so great that i have got to be his doormat this is what her mother and father might have told her entire community might have told and that is the reason why this happens i am sure you have heard in many cases in various locations they if some girl goes out and spoils the name according to the spoils the name of that particular community they go and kill her why it is the nature of that person got it it is nothing connected to any god anywhere so god by itself doesn't determine any of these things so we should never point it out to krishna allah god or whatever you know and say you are responsible no he is not responsible there is no krishna kapoor over here looking at god and saying you know tune sab kiya why should he do he is not responsible if you have gone through the worst phase of your life if you are being treated badly and if you are going to do what you are supposed to do it is all because of your own actions your own actions and not somebody else's so i hope you got this answer so we are going to the next verse now this verse says the omnipresent god which i'll see 
this is chapter 5 verse 15 from the Bhagavad Gita. The omnipresent God does not partake the virtue or sin of anyone. Knowledge is enveloped by ignorance. Hence it is that beings are constantly falling a prey to delusions. So here Krishna is verifying it still further. He says the omnipresent God that is the God Almighty. You know we are talking about Krishna himself, the Father in heaven, Allah, the Supreme God, whatever name you can take him, he is not partaking of the virtue or whatever sin anybody does. He doesn't partake of it. And this is one truth which people need to understand. Let us say there is a particular action. What is that action? The action that is there a person is very sick. Alright? There is a sickly person in the family. Now the sickly person who is there, now they have a guru. Let us say there is a guru. Now what they do is they will go to the guruji and say, you know, guruji, my father is sick, my mother is sick, my brother is sick, my husband is sick, my child is sick. They will say these words. And then once they say these words, they will say, you know, they will expect the guru to actually cure the child or that father or that mother. So what are we doing? What does a common man do? He says to the guru, because they can't see God, no? That is why they go to the guru. And they will say to the guru, okay, can you please do something about it? And after some time, the disease starts waning. It goes away after some time. Or it becomes lesser and lesser and lesser. So the attribution is that the Guru was doing all this. Actually, in the previous verse it was explained very clearly. Because the Guru is Sakshat Parabrahma. If you remember these words. If Guru is Sakshat Parabrahma, just now here the verse says, The omnipresent God does not partake of any virtue or sin of anyone. This is a line which will tell you. He actually doesn't partake. He doesn't do anything. Who does it? Mother nature does it. Mother nature does it. It is the nature of this universe. That is the one who is doing it. Mother nature is prakriti, is Maya, is all those goddesses that we, you know, designate this action to. They are the doers. God, the Almighty God, has kept the nature. There are three gunas, if you remember, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. So all these three gunas are responsible for whatever actions that happen and the results that come in. So this person who got cured was cured by the guidance of that particular deity or divinity that is there. Got the answer? So if the, pla if the place is very hot and the people pray to God and they say, God please give us rain or please make this place cool. So what happens? The God of fire, he cools down. And in that place, water, the God of water will go over there. And that place will then cool down further. So who did this? It, are, it is these elements, isn't it? It is nature which does the things. And never attribute it to God Almighty. And never attribute it to Guru. You can say, never say that you know, God did this or Guru did this. No. Attribution. I am sorry, you should say attribution is to be them. That means my Guru did this, attribute it to him. These are the two words which you need to remember. One is attribution and one is doership. The doership is always with the nature. Attribution, you have to attribute it to the divine. These are the two things. So here, now, knowledge is enveloped by ignorance. Knowledge, true knowledge is always covered by means of ignorance. 
it is like you take a small present and you don't want to tell your friend what present you are giving and wrap it up in number of wrappers. Do you think your friend will be able to tell what is inside that? And that is called ignorance. It is covered by means of ignorance. The layers and layers of packaging is ignorance. Now let us say you get a delivery from Amazon. And you don't know who has sent the delivery, what is inside that package and the box just comes in front of you and it is given to you. You will really wonder, first you will try to shake it and see what is inside this box. But your name is written on it. Delivery to so and so is written on it. But it is not mentioned what is inside that. And then you will want to know. So you take a knife or something and then you will try to open it. And then there is another box inside. And then you will try to open that box. And then maybe another packaging inside. And finally you find a very beautiful cell phone inside. So wow. Who has sent this to me? Now if there is no sender's name over there. Then you are in trouble. <laughs> because you will wonder. You will wonder why is Amazon gifting me this kind of things. <laughs> No, there is always a sender. Remember this. The sender's name is always going to be there. So you will come to know this person sent me. But the moment you got the box, you are completely foxed. What is it? So now do you understand? The moment you came to know that it was a cell phone, that is called knowledge. And when it was in the boxes and boxes and boxes on top of each other, that is called ignorance. So every human being on this planet earth is covered by means of ignorance. And that is the reason they say that God did it. You understand the greater the ignorance, the person will say God has done this. Hence it is that beings are constantly falling prey to delusion. Got the answer? So they will say, Oh, that person is bad. That person is bad. That person is bad. Sorry, that person is not bad. That is the nature of that person. I hope you got this difference. If somebody is an irritating person, just loves to keep on nitpicking and finding faults with another person, don't say that that person is like this. No, it is the nature of the person which is like that. And it is not a God-given nature, by the way. They have got it by means of legacy. Legacy of theirs. What is the legacy? It is their past life legacies. And the tendencies have come wrapped in it nicely. Okay? And it's a package deal for that person. Some people have these tendencies. Right? Some people have the tendency of gluttony. They keep on eating and eating and eating and eating and eating. They eat so much. And you will say, oh, this person is always hungry. Well, it is the nature of that person. The nature can be changed also. You know that, isn't it? You can alter the nature of the person also. But it is only through love that you can alter the nature of the person. If you beat a person, if you trash him, if you do whatever you feel like, the person's nature never changes. No, it doesn't. Well, you can drug him. You can give him all kinds of you know, mind-numbing medicines and make him into a zombie. <laughs> that is the way people do it across the world. That is not how things are done. But... They are done so that other people can survive in this world. You see, let us say, if you are sitting somewhere and if you do some kind of a small issue, you are sitting with a girlfriend of yours, okay? And somebody comes and, you know, teases your girlfriend. Just think about it. Naturally, you are going to get angry and you will want to give that person a big box, you know. Want to fight that person. And if that happens, the person gets arrested and has to go in therapy. Can you imagine 
in india somebody getting into therapy for that or in china or in any of the other countries in the world nobody goes into therapy just because they have beaten somebody because that person was irritating his girlfriend but in other countries in this world they have to go in therapy for what so that they, they can become absolutely zombies you are not supposed to show your nature outside though you are seething in anger inside and yet you are not supposed to show it it is the nature of the person the nature rears it heads some day or the other things are going to burst out so please understand there is no god responsible for this the responsibility is with that person and that particular individual is responsible suppose you have a nature of a particular kind like eating 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 or just talking 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 do you think you can change it yes you can change it you can alter your nature by being spiritual you can do a lot of things but this nature otherwise cannot be changed if you don't even want to change it, it is never going to change people have been in spiritual for years and years and years and yet they have never changed their nature now this is because of the strength of that person the power of that nature is so strong that they cannot change and alter it at all and god is not responsible for it some people have violent natures the violence comes in because of their inherent nature got it so all the answers please put it at the feet of mother nature itself and the nature of that individual whoever it might be so we should never fall prey to this saying that god did all this thing god never indulges in any action whatsoever he doesn't go and kill any person he doesn't give birth to any person we have to just say attribute it to him under his care remember my first example the railway minister is not responsible for the action of that particular train's accident he was not driving that train but yet it is supposedly a moral responsibility though he is not even responsible any which way but it happens like that that is why we put everything at the feet of god and say hey, you did this that is why a person does that and that is called sheer ignorance knowledge is always covered by ignorance remember these words so we move to the next verse this is verse 16 we are doing chapter 5 bhagavad gita verse 16 in the case however of those who said ignorance has been destroyed by true knowledge of god that wisdom shining like the sun reveals the supreme now i was telling you about an individual who is there on the path of spiritual now those who are on the path of spiritual they have to understand certain things <coughs> it is said that these people who are on the path of spiritual by meeting their guru and doing the sadhana surrendering their will and being completely in love and devotion to the divine they have become what is called as the knower of truth when these people these spiritual people when they understand the true nature of the divine the knowledge becomes firm in them they understand that the divine supreme divine doesn't do anything it is the nature which does it then what happens to these kind of people they will become peaceful and quiet they will become tranquil they will have humility they will be kind and considerate and loving and caring because they are full of love and devotion to the divine it is when this kind of a thing happens to a person 
then you can say there is a fructification of knowledge. So here it is, see the understanding over here. In the case, however, of those who said ignorance has been destroyed by the knowledge of God. What is the knowledge of God? The knowledge of God says, God is not the doer. The nature is the doer. And because you understand the nature is the doer, you accept it. I will give you an explanation for that. Let us see. Now today in China, there are lots of things happening. What are the things happening over there? The rivers are in spate. You know, the rivers are in spate. Their, their river level is rising higher and higher and higher. Now I want you to think about it. You are staying in a village along the river bank. Now tell me what will you do? You know the river will inundate your entire village. You know this, isn't it? You know this. This knowledge is there with you. How is the knowledge with you? Because you can see the river rising. Huh? You have understood the nature. The knowledge will tell you if the river rises higher and higher, my house will go under water. So what is it that you will do? You will accept it. Isn't it? You will accept the nature what it is doing. And you will accept it and say, I will have to go to a higher ground. Right? Are you going to fight that river? Are you going to take out your sword or something and say, River, I am going to kill you. Are you think you are going to do that? Or are you going to stand at the river bank and keep on giving galis? I mean, bad words to the river? You did like this. You are doing like this. You are bad. You are bad. No. Knowledge will tell you very clearly, go to the higher ground so that you are not affected. Whatever damage that is caused, what is the damage caused? Your house goes under water. That happens, isn't it? So that is what happens. And because that happens, you will have to be taken to a higher ground. So understand the nature. This is an example for you to understand. Understand the nature and take precautionary actions. Move away from it. Move away from it without doing anything. Nothing doing. Let me give you another example. You are walking on the road. Okay? Or maybe you are walking in the park. And you know, there is a very big lizard coming in your way. It's a massive lizard. And you recognize it as the Komodo dragon. Have you heard of the Komodo dragon? Let us say it's a very big Komodo dragon. And it is slithering like this, like this near you. Tell me something. Are you going to go and pet it? No. Are you going to wait in the path and say, Oh, how beautiful is this lizard? It's so big, you know. You're not going to do that. Are you going to do that? No. On the contrary, you will run away from there and you will go to some place where you will not be in direct contact with this creature. Isn't it? Now think about these two examples will tell you about these two. Now let us take an example which is reverse of this. There is a nice dog in your household. Now this dog comes and keeps, you know, tries to sleep next to you, nuzzles you, does all kinds of good stuff. Have you seen these kind of loving dogs? Yes. Everybody has seen this kind of loving dogs. So naturally, when, a, when the owner also sleeps, sometimes he allows the dog to sleep in his bed also. Because it's a loving creature. He's not going to eat somebody up. He's not the Komodo dragon. He's not a snake. Got it? 
Now think about this. I have given you one example which is bad and one example which is good. Now think about it. What did the person do? They understood the nature. They understood the nature and stayed away from it when it is bad. And in the other case where the nature was good, they mixed with that nature. So now think what I am saying. When you have somebody in front of you who is berating you, who is saying all kinds of bad words, is keeping on trashing you, is keeping on saying bad stuff about you, what are you supposed to do? It's a snake or a Komodo dragon, isn't it? Don't come in that person's way at all. No, it is the nature of that person to be vicious, angry, upset and irritable. It is the nature of that person. It is your duty, just like this person, to go on a higher ground. You be on the higher ground. Don't fight that person. Just go away from there. And let that river or whatever take its course. So the nature of that person is anyway going to get irritated, will shout, will do all kinds of tantrums and after that sometime it is going to subside because it has nothing to fight with. Krishna is telling the individual nature of humankind is like that. They have different, different kinds of nature. Let us say you are a woman. You know that every man, more or less every person is a lecherous human being. They will keep on looking you up and down. When you know the nature of a person, if you know the nature of a person, why are you fighting that nature? You see, if you look at that person, you don't have the right to look at me like this. That person will say, it is my nature to look at this. What am I to do? My eyes were seeing. What am I to do? Hasn't Krishna said over there that, see, what he says over here is the context of the fruit of action or the doership, it is nature alone. It is the nature of that person. Stay away from that person. Or maybe wear some good clothes. You can't change the nature of that person. You can beat him up. You can do whatever you feel like. Still the nature of that person is not going to change. Now think about the same action connected to the river. I give you the example of a river. See, there's a river, Yangtze Kiang or Hangover, whichever the name is. It is always in spate. You can keep on trying to tame it. Do you think it is will get tamed? It doesn't work like that. If there is a if there is a volcano, okay, the volcano erupts. You know the eruption is going to come down. The lava and the magma is going to come and inundate your village. Why are you staying there? Get out from that place. Go and stay in some safe place. It is your job and your duty to do that. And don't try to, you know, okay, okay, I'm going to, you know, hold the magma or that lava. You can't do that. Same way. Can you tell that other person not to do these things? Because it is his dirty nature to do that. He's a lecherous person. He's anyway going to be lecherous. Got it? You be safe. I'll give you another example. You know there are wild drivers on the road, isn't it? They will cut left, right, center. They will drive whichever way they feel like. And naturally, you see this driver next to you. Please understand. If you try to get in his way, there might be an accident. Can you be safe? And don't try to teach him something because he's an idiot. Idiots can never learn. Okay? 
So that person is an idiot. He is driving left, right and center. He has no sense. You stay out of the way and you be safe. Stay out of that reach of that person. Stay far away behind. That way you will avoid further mishaps in life. Let us say there is a small collision in the future. Let us say this person comes and collides against you. You understand how much of pain you will go through? You have to go through insurance company. You have to go through the garage. You have to go through court cases. You have to do so many things. So how much have you dragged yourself into this? And that is the reason why if there is an irritating person in front of you, if the person just has the habit of shouting, 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 and if you are going to go in the way of that person, you know how many things happen, no? Your whole life is going to get upset. Can you change that person? That person is already an irritating person. You can't change these kind of people in this world. Okay? Somebody who keeps on shouting, somebody who has a dirty habit, somebody who is a lecherous character. It is their nature. Just leave it at that. You please don't get involved in it and you stay far away from this kind of a person. Got the answer? Now, if you are a leader of men. Now, this is a rider over here. Let us say you are a leader of men. If you are a leader of men, you are the prime minister, the president or whoever it might be. Can you decide who is going to be with you or not with you? People are electing these people. Okay, Your MPs are elected by the people. Your corporators are elected by the people if you are a mayor. Alright? Right? Your MLAs are elected if, they are, if you are a chief minister. Can you decide who is going to be with you or against you? No way. Likewise, there is no way in which you can decide who is going to be your downlines if you are becoming a boss in the company. You are not there because see these people are a legacy to you. Some people have irritating nature. Some people have third class nature. They don't like it. Some people are lazy to the core. Some people are not going to do the work. And some people want to grow so high in their life that they are going to trample anything in this world. And some people are so irritating that you cannot do anything. It's a legacy that you have got. Maybe your own parents are a pain in the ass. Can you say, I don't want them. Can you say these words? It's a legacy you have got. You got to live with it. So, but don't come in their way. The way of winning these people is only through love. Please understand. They are allowed to do what they are allowed to do because they are ignorant. These people are ignorant. They do not understand. Remember the words of Jesus Christ. Forgive them God because they do not understand what they are doing. If you are spiritually a perfect person, you are never going to indulge in any of these kind of actions. You will let it be. And that is the truth about life. Here he is saying this. In case, however, those who, who said ignorance has been destroyed by the true knowledge of God. This is the knowledge of God. That it is the nature which does it and God does not do anything. That wisdom shining like the sun reveals the supreme. It is only when you are removing the layers of ignorance that you have. This is a very, very cryptic statement. The cryptic statement says these words. You know what the cryptic statement says? Don't get carried away by what, by what is happening in this world. Don't indulge yourself in all these activities. Stay far away. Be that loving and a kind person. Understand that it is the ignorance of that person. He is covered by ignorance. There is no knowledge in that person. If it is an ignorant person, if the person is doing all those kind of things, you are not supposed to be doing it. Now who is telling these words? These words have been said by Sri Krishna to whom? To Arjuna. What is he telling Arjuna? You know what he is telling Arjuna? He is telling Arjuna, if you have a person in front of you and that person is Duryodhana. Duryodhana is an irritating person. 
is a villainous character is a bad character whatever the name that you want to give you can give to him it is not your job to get angry you want to be with me arjuna you want to understand the supreme divine consciousness if you want to become god realized don't get irritated with the duryodhans of this world don't get irritated by all these bhishma pitamas and karanas and all these people do you understand if you have to stand over here and fight a war which is inevitable go fight the war but never get angry and do something no you stand in the battlefield and fight but never ever get angry and then use your weapon against the person and don't be you know trying to figure out you know all the wrong things about the person don't keep on saying it is because you were such a villainous character it is because you went and did this to my wife no it's a righteous war and in the righteous war you are not allowed to say a single word against your opponent your job is just to fight so in this world those who are on the path of spiritual are not supposed to raise their fingers and point at other people never ever point fingers at other people because it is their nature which makes them bad or whatever that they are and you are not supposed to react to it stay away from that nature krishna says it is the day you realize that i have given this nature to mankind and to the birds and to the animals and to nature itself that is all these volcanoes and rivers and mountains and trees and so many things the rocks it is the nature of gold suppose you have a gold rock you know what is the nature of gold it entices other people you know the nature of beauty anything that is beautiful wants to be, it becomes a desirous object for another person got it if there is a very beautiful object in front of you naturally the desires of everybody comes into the picture if you have risen higher into your life it is the desire of every person that i want to topple that guy i want to be in his place so do you get this it is the nature of mankind is the nature of animals it's the nature of birds it's the nature of nature itself to become like that the day you realize you will never say a single bad word against duryodhana dushyasana or bhishma pitama or anybody in this world but you will fight this righteous war and you will fight it in nishkam karma because it has to be done so those who are on the path of spiritual never ever point fingers at other people never say that the other person is bad never indulge yourself when the other person misbehaves with you don't even point fingers and say anything this is the scriptures and here he says this if you know this knowledge in case however of those said who said ignorance has been destroyed by the knowledge of god this is the knowledge of god who is this knowledge of god who is god krishna himself krishna is giving this knowledge it is knowledge of god he is giving do you think i am joking i am telling the truth over here krishna himself is saying this is the knowledge of god and when i am giving this knowledge of god to you that wisdom shining like the sun this wisdom will dawn in you and when the sun shines you will reach the supreme then for you to reach the supreme divine consciousness or my heaven is the easiest thing to do okay so we will move to the next verse we have sufficient time for one verse now we are doing chapter 5 verse 17 from the bhagavad gita those whose mind and intellect are wholly merged in him 
who remain constantly established in identity with him and have finally become one with him their sins being wiped out by wisdom reach the supreme goals where there is no return so here krishna is saying these words now who is saying these words remember this this is krishna himself saying these words okay what does he say if your mind and intellect is lost only in krishna if your mind and intellect is only lost in krishna and not trying to fight this world not trying to find faults with others your mind has to be merged in krishna not in trying to nitpick on things no your job is not to nitpick on anybody neither your boss neither your downlines nor your parents nor your children nor your family nobody 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 your mind and intellect has to be completely immersed in krishna itself understand this who remains constantly established in identity with him your identity should be one of krishna that means what you should be completely devoted to him you know which chapter we are doing we are doing chapter 5 and in chapter 5 it is all about sankhya yoga and karma yoga i hope you remember this verse because here krishna is telling even the sankhya yogis and the karma yogis to forget that sankhya yoga and karma yoga and be lost in him he is telling in chapter 5 itself that devotion is the only path can you understand this to be lost in him and be devoted to him that is the way he is saying you may be a karma yogi you may be a sankhya yogi you may be a dhobi also doesn't matter ha uh, you see understand one thing you can be anything in this world and you can be performing any action in this world or not even performing action please remember one thing he is saying these words just now i taught you what is the meaning of those words he says don't bother about what the world is doing let the world do what it wants you just be lost in me only correct he says constantly establish identity with him and become one with him how do you become one with him you see there are various ways which i have done you see what i have done prior to this was what is called as the bhakti marg you know how many books i have done in bhakti marg so many then there is narad bhakti sutra there is guru charitra there is you know sai sat charitra there is so many books i have done even the bhagavatam i have completed in 6 years go and listen to those you will understand these words very clearly he says why are you bothered about this world let the world do what it wants to do it is not your job to go and get irritated with anybody or try to fight battles you just be devoted to me you merge in me that's it just be completely devoted to me now think about all the sages and the saints of the past do you remember any sage or saint who has taken up swords and fought no you see all the sages and saints they have been completely immersed in god from ramkrishna paramahansa to chaitanya mahaprabhu they these people never indulge in any fights you should know this tukaram maharaj and everybody everybody i am doing this book in the afternoon that is called the das bodh in the das bodh he guru that is samarth ramdas is the guru of shiva chatrapati shivaji maharaj he himself never takes up a sword by the way no he will not do he keeps on going from place to place like an avduta he keeps on running away if you are in spiritual it is not your job to fight anybody's battles don't indulge in this just be lost in the lord and this is what he says and finally become one with him okay when you do that 
your sins, that is all your karmas, they will get wiped out by the wisdom. What is the wisdom? The wisdom is very clear. The knowledge that nature does everything. Nature does everything. Got it? That is the wisdom. So why are you indulging in all this kind of gymnastics, mental gymnastics? Don't. So the nature is doing it. And this wisdom, when it dawns on you, then you will reach the supreme goal from where there is no return. So then you will come to me or you will become enlightened. And when you become enlightened, there is no coming back again. So got the answer? So there is nothing like that after needed for you to do. You will become free, free, free. <laughs> so we have come to the end of this particular verse. It is verse 17. Next time we will do verse 18 onwards. So we will stop over here. And next time we will do 18 onwards. You take care. You have a very good day.